Welcome into Potty Pod Cinema. I am Dan. With me as always is Andy. And uh, we've had some stuff come out. We've had a lot of movies that have been coming out that have been great. And I got to see two of them. I haven't seen Barbie yet, but Lauren wants to see it. So I'm definitely going to have to go out and check that out. But um, yep. some good movies, some good shows started. Um, yeah, some good stuff. Yeah, no, I'm, I haven't got to see them yet. Unfortunately, I'll be seeing Barbie first. But... Uh... <laughs> uh, I really hope to see Mission Impossible as quick as possible. Yeah, I tell you what, Mission Impossible movies—you need to go the weekend to see IMAX because it's already out of IMAXs of Oppenheimer, and there are very Oof. few movies where IMAX is like if they film it for IMAX, which Mission Impossible they absolutely do, and with those stunts, it's worth it. And then for like op- most Christopher Nolan, like he films IMAX. And most of them's worth it. Oppenheimer, I didn't. I saw it in regulars because the IMAX was sold out, and I'm fine with that. Like, I don't. I don't know how much it would have added to Oppenheimer to a biopic, you know. Okay. Yeah. No, that makes sense. But uh, makes, yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, let's hop into it. So, let's do it. I saw Oppenheimer on Thursday night uh, when it came out. Yeah, I was gonna try and do IMAX. It was all sold out. There were like three seats in the very front that were available. And that was it. Like I don't want to. I don't want to do that. So um, they had one seat that was directly in the middle for a regular uh, seating at like a regular screen at like seven o'clock. So I was like, okay, I'll do that then. Um, sitting between all these people, it's three hours long, Andy. It's a long movie, and you think it would be slow because of that, but it's actually the beginning's really hard to kind of follow because the pacing is so quick. They're trying to burn through the beginning of his life so fast that you're like, oh, what happened? Oh, okay, all right, this happened. And the problem is, a lot of the stuff that happens in the beginning is very influential on basically the rest of the guy's career. Um, There was stuff I knew about Oppenheimer, about how conflicted he was about building the atomic bomb, um, and about how he had a lot of... He was a very flawed person, but like supposed to be very brilliant. And this addresses it. I didn't know about the... um, kind of communist ties that he had and not not even communist ties but that he was like a yeah i mean it's not you find this out in the first five seconds um the communist like empathizer and um it kind of it hindered his career the rest of the time but it's a very good movie it's incredible acting and you and i were talking about this kind of before we started recording but last week you had said for Christopher Nolan, I don't need him to do... He's done two biopics recently, his last two of the three, and I don't need that. I want him to do the sci-fi ones, and I was I was very adamantly disagreeing with you. And after seeing... Like, halfway through seeing this, I was like, oh, no, I get it. I see what you're saying. He's such a great... I don't need him to do biopics, because there's a lot of people that can do good ones. Like, he, he this was a very good biopic with a lot of good actors in it. Um, but it doesn't... Christopher Nolan movies kind of change you know they change things like inception changed things tenet kind of changed how they do time travel and i'd much rather have that than biopics and you you were right all along i think it was good but i don't need it i don't need him to do this kind of stuff i don't i don't Uh, interstellar spurned you know huge research from like you know normies into black holes and understanding all these things that some of it was real, some of it wasn't, you know, or not real, but maybe not more theoretical uh, that he did and all that was fine and good. But uh, I mean, there were books made about, you know, the, the science behind interstellar and, and TV series and, 
I just it was fascinating, and um, and that's all because of his great use of storytelling and sci-fi around it. Like, who cares if it's all accurate? Like, we're not we're not taking our ship out, you know, twenty billion light years away in the near future anyway. In the next in, in our lifetime, you yeah. Know what I mean, so uh, why not enjoy the hell out of some some fiction, right? And uh, and if it's somewhat based on accurate science, great. Uh, Interstellar, like you said, I mean, it changed a million things. It became cultural lingo you know uh you know even uh, alec baldwin still uh, doesn't fall asleep on airplanes for fear of being accepted uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that a 30 rock joke that's a 30 rock joke. Uh, that's excellent uh, and uh you know it, even the dark fight and and uh what was the second one or third one i forget uh, but uh yeah. they changed comics forever i mean uh not the first comic uh, emmy award for for even those posthumous, unfortunately. Uh, so yeah, uh, Academy I, Award, not Emmy for Heath Academy Ledger. Award. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry, you pick up. And uh, yeah, so anyway, I, I just like to see more of that because he just has a good mind for it and a good and again the storytelling, the storytelling ability he has and his brother are based. Uh, they don't have to be sci-fi, but it's like why not use your ability to stretch the limits of imagination of, of what Hollywood's currently doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, and that's the best place to do it. I mean, Dunkirk, I would argue was a really interesting way to tell the story that I hadn't heard of. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know much about Dunkirk yeah. you know? um, previously. Now everybody does, but, uh, but still <laughs> it was, uh, it was, a, it was another thing I saw that I was like, I feel like a lot of people could, make that movie yeah um his was good and maybe even a little bit cooler a little bit more stylist uh stylistic than than other people might have done it but i i didn't need certain style and certain audio format to enjoy that movie for for what it was because it was just the act itself that was amazing mm-hmm. um so yeah hopefully in the future he goes back to some and I don't see why he wouldn't, but I can't wait to see some more action. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, not a lot of people are doing Memento or The Prestige yeah. or Inception. Um, but a lot of people yeah. can do biopics. And exactly. I, and I was kind of fawning. Aaron Sorkin lives for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm kind of... I, I was kind of fawning. Like, I was looking at the cast. I was like, this is insane, all these people. And then after you see the movie, it's takes you out of the movie when you're like oh that guy oh that lady oh there's that like when, the whole time when there's all these people playing these roles and you probably could have gotten some other people to play it and so it, it doesn't take you out as much as like having the main people i mean the acting was all great um there's a lot of good things it's actually the- less impressive to be honest yeah it's less yeah. impressive yeah uh i think a lot of people get too excited about the cast when they when it and i mean us included from, uh, yeah. from time to time true but i'm it's 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 almost always better when you get great acting out of someone you weren't expecting it from. Like, uh, we'll talk about it in a second, but like that show, Linus. Yeah. Uh, did you see the, the premiere? I did. Yet? Yeah. Yeah, and you're, we were like, "Who's this girl?" And you're like, "Oh, great cast, but who's this girl?" <laughs> well, it turns out that's who the show is going to be about. And, yeah. Uh, and, and and I'm okay with for it because yeah. she's great. Yeah, yeah. After after seeing her, you're like, "Ooh, wow, okay. Uh, this is this is good acting." So, yeah, and I mean, you know. How many shows like on Netflix were, were better for the fact that they weren't an overly recognizable cast? You know, like like Stranger Things, you know, and uh, a million other things we can come up with. But uh, yeah, I think sometimes it's better for having a lesser known cast, maybe one or two 
well-known actors, but that's really all you need. I, I think it's a crutch to use too many good actors. Yeah. No, that's fair. I think that's a very fair assessment. Um, yeah, I mean, this is still worth seeing. Honestly, I don't know if you need to wait and go see it in the theater. Like, if you want to go see the newest Christopher Nolan movie, go. But when this comes yeah, out on streaming, it's three hours long. I, I would have preferred to have watched it at home so I could pause, go to the bathroom. Because, yeah, I missed part of it because I had to go to the bathroom. It's three hours. Um, I could have yeah. just... I, in retrospect, I would have probably been okay seeing this at home and streaming it. Um, it was still good. It's still worth seeing. Do you want to talk about the the ratings? Or... I don't think it's going to spoil it for you because it's a yeah. Christopher Nolan movie. They just say how great it is. <laughs> yeah, go for it. All right. Uh, IMDb is an 8.8, .8, which is a 9.8 .8 in the real world. It seems very, very high for this. I, I would give it... I think it it's somewhere in the... I think it's a solid nine. Like it was good. I I learned some things That's from really it. Good. It was good acting, but I don't think it's as strong. I don't even think it's his strongest movie. Maybe in the last, I enjoyed Tenet more uh, because I had to see it several times. Now after I saw Oppenheimer, I feel like I came out of it like an eight point seven and it rose to like a nine. If you, you could probably maybe talk me into like a nine, maybe a little bit higher. Yeah. Um, because the more I thought about it, the more I enjoyed it. But Tenet, I was thinking about forever. Like, I've watched that movie, like, two or three times, just because you kind of have to watch it at least twice. Inception, you kind of have to watch it at least twice. Same with Interstellar. I like those kind of movies, and I find those much better. Um, so it was good. I, I, I'm i looking forward to his next thing. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 94 for both critics and audience. Uh, I think it's almost kind of... I'm kind of interested to see what Tenet got, just because I think that one was people didn't like it as much. They go, wow, that one got a 69 from critics and a 76 from audience, which is surprising. Yeah, that is surprising. I enjoyed, I enjoyed it more. I mean, this was a good biopic, but like you were saying, I don't need him to do biopics. I want him to do... It was straightforward, though. Like, yeah. like uh, Tenet, I am not surprised at it getting a low score because yeah. I, I can imagine there's a lot of people that just didn't get it yeah. and couldn't understand it, couldn't follow it. So like, It was I hard. It was hard, especially the first time. Uh, yeah, it yeah. took me twice to yeah, like, it was. appreciate it, and then another time to appreciate it again. I feel like you can appreciate that movie every almost every time you watch it. Yeah, uh, uh, I believe that for sure. All right. Uh, speaking of Lioness, let's move on to that one. So I saw the premiere. There's two episodes that came out. I have not made it to the second episode yet, but I think we'll watch that tonight. Lauren really liked it. I, I really liked it. I thought it was very enjoyable. Um we kind of talked about yeah. this before when we saw the trailer and the coming attractions, uh, but it, it's basically Zoe Saldana works a sub Rosa unit uh, for the CIA that uses women to get close and to kind of go undercover in, um, in situations that they wouldn't be able to. Uh, and they they mentioned that it, it was a it was a real uh, you know was task it? force group whatever yeah. you want to call it. It was originally formed for uh, for frisking female yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, prisoners and stuff, and and now they've evolved it. And that part's probably true. Mm -hmm. And they evolved in the show. They say we've evolved it into X, and probably isn't true, <laughs> um, but could be. I mean, it doesn't seem that far out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. And uh, and did you notice that there's like seventy percent Taylor Sheridan alumni in this? <laughs> yeah, James Jordan from. Uh... Um, Mayor of Kingstown, who looks very different, but I like him in this. LaMonica Garrett, um, 
Mm-hmm. Who else? Who are there? Some of the yeah, there's another. It's it's killing me. Um, but uh, uh, Michael Kelly, I believe, was in something. Um, and who's the other one? Jill Wagner, I believe. Was in something. Okay. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's. I'm I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, to see where this goes. So the first, I mean, the the use of. Uh, oh, sorry, the combat scene at the beginning yeah. was phenomenal. Yeah, that was good. Uh, yeah, calling in the rain and then the, the bonding uh, versus letting her, her person be taken. And mm-hmm. I mean, she's she's really right. I mean, that if she'd allowed the Taliban uh, to take the person yeah. that was her, so she was the handler of, she's like, it would have ended up much more horribly for her. Mm-hmm. This was almost merciful. Yeah. Dropping the bomb. So she's like, either way, it saves us. It saves her a lot of excruciating pain when death was going to come anyway before we could get there. Plus, it saved the soldiers' yeah. lives before they could get there. So, uh, do you think we see any more Nicole Kidman? Um, I think she is. I mean, she's cat. She's credited for eight episodes, as is Zoe Saldana, as is the lead Layla de Oliveira, who is who we were talking about earlier, who did a really good job. Um, very interested. Oh, we'll get to watch her act some more, but. Um, so maybe Morgan Freeman's only credited for five episodes. Almost everybody else is in eight. So I guessing so. But um, so a lot of times they just put eight episodes mm-hmm. for each character before because they don't want to reveal that they're only in one or two. Yeah. Um, I I could see I see like Nicole Kidman showing up like two more times. Yeah. Um, but not being exactly irregular. Could be wrong. Yeah. Um, but she's obviously going to be in some more because that was way. Way too small a role to use. Yeah, uh, unless it was just to put her on the cover, um, which. Yeah, no, I don't it. like that. Uh, if they're that not going to be a main person. Yeah, I don't need if. It kind of goes back to the Christopher Nolan thing. For if it's that small of a part, give me someone else because I don't need that. Yeah, well, and I, I was worried, but I guess what I'm saying is, even if it's like Zoe Saldana and her crew, and like Morgan Freeman and Nicole Kidman and all them are just one episode i won't be upset i was actually surprised i really kind of thought i think i told you this last time we spoke is i kind of felt like zoe sadana might be a misdirect like she was going to be in it be killed off at the end of the first episode Mm -hmm. but she just felt like too big an actor to be committing to a series like this like um Um, uh, maria hill and uh something i won't say too much if the people haven't seen it before but who is credited and yes yeah Every episode, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought, you know, she's she just finished mega, you know, multi mega series, right? Like Avatars and Guardians. But she said and, she doesn't like, she doesn't want to do those anymore. She's trying to get out. No, of all no, those. no. Yeah, she wants to do no, smaller for sure. stuff. But but this, I, I guess I imagine smaller stuff being more independent movies mm-hmm. and uh, not uh, TV. So I'm I'm surprised she did this. But you know what? I mean. She's killing it so far, yeah. so can't wait to see more. Yeah. yeah. No, she's a great actress. Uh, so there's been... Well, I start, I read a few of the review. Well, it kind of just got thrown at me. I wasn't looking for it, but uh, I stumbled on a few of the critics' reviews for this, and a lot of them are saying that it's military porn. And, um, I mean, the first episode, maybe... But this is kind Everybody of the sub- but this is also the said- subject matter. Like, anything th- time there's m- something military, they kind of say that. They said that about Terminal List. And, yeah, and I'm like, all right, maybe, but like, but like, Gladiator's not military. I mean, it's it's a different era, but you always you're always going to have military stuff. Like, there's always That's no matter really what it is. Yeah. 
it's a really lazy critique to me. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, action movies are lazy action movies. I mean, sci-fi is lazy sci-fi. Whatever. Yeah. That's bullshit. It's just someone doesn't like that genre, so they're just attacking it with that. Yeah. Um, but uh, so far, granted, I've seen the premiere, but the coming-from-nothing storyline of the of who will be our main character now mm-hmm. was phenomenal. Yeah, I, I mean, like seeing that. her go from McDonald's and you know and and you know get hit by the boyfriend to really light that fire in there to running away and being saved by the Marines. I was like, that, that's amazing. That was a great intro. Yeah, to a character, I really like that. And you know, what does the Marines mean to you? Nothing. She goes, well, then why did you join? And she's like, because. Uh, you know, I was running from being hit by somebody, and you know, I collapsed at the feet of this marine who saved me. He's like, "So you do know it?" Yeah. <laughs> so the marines, do, you do know what they yeah. were about. I'm like, that's a great setup for the marines too. Yeah. <laughs> like, like this is just really fun writing, and uh, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And yeah, I did too. Can't wait to delve more into the teammates, you know, because I'm sure we'll have episodes that have featured each teammate. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, all for it. Yeah. No, I liked it a lot. Um, what would you get? It's too hard. It's too early to do that. But I, I did appreciate yeah, they went. They set up so much foundation so quickly um, yes. in one episode. I was really surprised. And I think the episodes are forty-five minutes, maybe. So I thought they did a really good job with that. Uh, IMDb gives it a seven point five, which is an eight point five in the real world. Um, uh, I'm going to give you critic and audience. I think you can really get this um, seventy-seven and forty-three. Oh gosh, the forty-three. The audience? No, that's gonna be critics. Yeah, that's yeah, gonna be critics. yeah, yeah. It's the yeah, it's the military poor thing that they were yeah, talking yeah. about. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe there's a little bit of that, but it wasn't so it wasn't so overtly in my face that I I was worried about it. Um, no, and I'm with you. They they blew through the, the they showed you how she started with the Marines. <clears throat> they showed you how quickly she progressed. Mm-hmm. And then they they kind of zoom through her whole military career all the way up till right now, yeah. which w- did seem kind of fast. But also, like I feel like I, I felt it. like it was necessary that if they didn't do that, what my thought was was that they would have just introduced her as the new girl who was going to step in, and the whole time you'd be going, Oshia and Al Qaeda, you know, or whatever, uh, plant into the Marines, or you know what I mean? Like, yeah. how do we know she's legit? And like this way it was like, no, no, here you go. She's from yeah. the, you know from the very beginning to now. You know her whole story now, so you're not going to be questioning who she is the whole time. Yeah, yeah. No, they got right to it and moved on. I liked it. Um, speaking of moving on, uh, did you see the new episode of What We Do in nice. the Shadows? Of course. I oh did. my god, of it's so good. It's so weird. Like Colin Rod, they cannot not make Colin Robinson bizarrely weird. Um, <laughs> so in this episode. Um, Naja's doll, which I don't like the doll. The doll creeps me out. I don't. I, I keep forgetting I what its purpose doll. is. You love the doll. I love the doll. Oh, I, the doll. Yeah, the doll was Laszlo's attempt at giving her a friend that's a female a long time ago, and so he they replicated her soul and put it in the doll, and so the doll's never been a a, a human, but it has yeah. like all her memories prior to the time she joined the doll. So. Um, that's why she's like, you know, you don't, oh, she has all the memories from her lifetime. That's what it was, but not afterlife. Yeah. So she's like, so yeah, so she's like, I'm a virgin. Because <laughs> you died a virgin. And she's like, what? What? No, I didn't. She goes, yeah, I did that thing. She goes, nope, that was just hand stuff. I was like, all right. <laughs> it's, yeah, no, I love the doll, man. Uh, and the doll is just living this, like, tor- I mean, tortured life. 
you know, where she can't leave, she can't move, she can't just have other people do things for her. She even gets people to turn her body into a Billy Bass on the wall. <laughs> yeah, not on purpose. Yeah, not intentionally. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I yeah, love that. Yeah. And so to try and get, obviously, she goes in the body, you kind of know that's going to happen. They switch bodies because Kristen Shaw's character, the guy, says, oh, yeah, you can definitely do that on Fridays because it's known as Freaky Friday. Like, really? That's a thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. So they switch them out. Of course it is. And she won't get out of the body, so they send Colin Robinson in to annoy her out of it. But now they're both inhabiting the body and, like, taking turns. And, oh, my God, it's so creepy and so funny. I, I love the fact that she, yeah, she, she tries to even sleep with Colin Robinson. He goes, I'm, I'm into it, but uh, yeah. but, but uh, I don't like you with the real body. Yeah, I love how weird <laughs> this is. Yeah, he goes, I'm really into how weird this is. <laughs> yeah, but, that's right. Yeah, I just like the doll. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so fantastic. There's so much going on. Uh, Guillermo's uh, journey trying to keep a secret that he's a vampire from Laszlo. Uh, I mean, from Nandor, while Laszlo does experiments on him, telling him he's helping him, but really just doing experiments on him. Uh, and then their Nandor's neighbor, Sean. jealousy. Do what? Oh, yeah, Nandor's, Nandor's jealousy. jealousy. Yeah. That's that's what's fueling the whole season for Nandor's development, is his jealousy about Gizmo. And I, I'm here for it. It's amazing. Which leads all the way to what I think you're about to jump into, is him uh, trying to overly brag and be better than Laszlo and everything, and saying, well, I can fly to space. <laughs> Yeah, and then he does. I love that. Yeah, you eventually see him do that. No, that was great. And then the neighbor, Sean, so funny. He's running for Comptroller, and so he's trying to throw a game plan for it. And uh, oh, and that goes about as expected. Um, it's raining, man. <laughs> no, that's... That, yeah, there's just... This one's always one that I will watch, uh, as well as the next one. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia that is on there. What is the 16th season? Yes, 16 season. Seven strong. Um, And this one was, God, oh man, we are deep into this. Dennis takes a mental health day. Oh, that was the finale. That was the season finale. Oh, was it really? Dennis takes a mental health day. Wow, they only did eight episodes. That's, boy, some of these, they get so good that, did you not, did you know it was, it was the finale? I had no idea. I had no idea either. I figured that we weren't that far into it, but I guess that's eight episodes. It was a good season. It just started. I enjoyed it. There was some good stuff. Frank so vs. Russia was funny. Because they did two episodes a week. Did they wow. do? The yeah, fir- they, they did, did two, two episodes the first week, weeks. and then it was the f- no. Then they did oh, one. one. Yeah, it was only two episodes the first week, and then it was one every. Oh, week I just after. must be catching up every other week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it was two a week. And okay. lucky you, you get to go. You you've got like big gaps in your always sunny watching experience, so you get to go back and watch the old ones. I like do. you had no idea there was a original Charlie McDennis. You just saw the second one. Yeah, Electric Boogaloo. Oh, man. Yeah. You probably just need to go back to season one and just start completely over. Challenge accepted. Yeah, that's a that's a nice <laughs> thing. I, I wish I could Challenge watch this all accepted. over. Um, Alright, then yeah. Always Sunny. Still great. It was the season finale. That's a bummer because I didn't realize that. Um, yeah, me either. But we got something new, which is uh, new hotness, I guess. Um, Justified City Primeval, and this is on—it's on FX. I had to record it on YouTube TV because it's on Hulu. Star Plus. Is it Hulu? I tried looking for it on Hulu, couldn't find it. Um, yeah, we're only getting eight episodes this season. We already got two of them: uh, City Primeval and the Oklahoma Wild Man. Which, oh man, this is so good. Uh, Boyd Holbrook is always awesome. 
and him as the main villain in this is just phenomenal. Well, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but this is a miniseries, they already said. Oh. oh you know what? Season. I'll take it. I'll take it. It makes sense. It makes sense. This yeah, is going to yeah. be a road trip with his daughter, it seems like, who's played by his actual daughter, isn't it? Yep, his actual daughter. Yeah, that's cool. He gets to spend some quality time with uh, with the kid. Being annoyed by her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, so that was the it. best line. As a, as a parent, I got to say, the best, the best line on the whole thing so, so far was when uh, he tells her to stay in the hotel. She's like, but I want to get out of here. And he goes, of all the times I beg you to turn off the screen and go outside, you won't do it. But now, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, now you got to go. Oh, it's so true, man. So true. Uh, but yeah, the the Boyd Holbrook, like you said, great villain. I mean, he's he's making a living off being a villain these days, right? He's amazing at uh, Sandman and now this. Yeah, uh, he was great in Vengeance. Oh, that's right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. He wasn't really a villain. In that. No, he was just but, uh, he was just great Boyd Holbrook. Yeah, but he started off with you thinking he was. So that was part of what, the charm. It's mm-hmm. just the the big, imposing but charming. You know, yeah. kind of thing he does, and uh, yeah. So this one, this one's going really well, and um, I wonder if we're going to see any more alum from. I don't think it really needs it, but I'm just wondering if we'll see any alum from Justified. Yeah, I you might maybe one or two pop in. Okay, I haven't seen episode two yet. So okay, I, I don't think anyone has. came in from season two that I recognize from the old one. I kind of mean, I kind of yeah. We like, we just we were looking so forward to Thursday because we had all these shows, and um, mm-hmm. so we just we knocked out two Justifieds, an after party, and um, which we'll get to in a bit. And then also, I told her like, yeah, she watch, always watches my shows. I was like, let's watch. I'll watch a trashy show with you. So we started off yeah. with Blind, Love Is Blind, but she's like, this is not a good season. Let's watch something else. So we started Too Hot to Handle, and Andy, oh boy, do I hate myself. Because it is the trashiest thing I've ever seen, and we are just blowing through it. <laughs> of course, I won't go into details. I'm not going to waste yeah. people's time with it. Uh, I usually don't like reality shows, but this one is such a dumpster fire. I can't look away. Yeah, they cast those people that way on purpose. Yeah, all oh, aware. Uh, we had a we had a friend in our fraternity that almost got cast on Real World. You know, oh. He was one of the finalists, but. Uh, he failed the psych eval basically because he was too normal. Uh, uh, that doesn't sound like any of our friends. <laughs> yeah, well, good point. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you knew him too well, but uh, but yeah, that was uh, that was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, they wanted they wanted someone that was way more of a train wreck that was going to be clashing with everybody on set. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. Well, they so, found them all, and they're all at the same place. The yeah. Um, yeah. It's just like Love Island. Oh, yeah, I never saw that one, but I imagine it's... I, they all Lucky seem like they're you. very much like that. <laughs> Lucky you. Yep. Um, yep. Let's move along then. After Party, we got... So we got the first two episodes at once with Anique, the sequel, which is phenomenal. Uh, Grace, which was the Bridgerton kind of episode, which was... I have not seen the third after one. Oh, but Andy. Tell me what it is. It's Travis. It is. So this is the formula, Andy. This is what they yes. do. It's yes, the first one yes. is an unique episode. The second one's it's okay. It's not the worst, but it's it's enjoyable. Like in the first season, it was Brett. This one is Grace. They're enjoyable, and then the third one is Bam. That's the banger. That's your Jasper or your Travis. So <laughs> this one is uh, Travis, Grace's former boyfriend, played by uh, Paul Walter Hauser. Oh, it's uh, a detective show. Isn't tells it? his story like a film noir. He suspected oh, that Eggert was up to do. no good and was determined to protect his ex, Andy. 
it is so great. I'm going to watch it again probably within the next couple of days because it was so, it's so, like, I feel like I was laughing through some of the parts because it was so funny. I have to, I have to watch this now, like, today because, uh, yeah, now that, especially now that I know that it's him, uh, just the whole Reddit sleuths thing just made me laugh yeah. so hard in the first one. And he's like, I don't want to brag, but we're the guys who figured out that uh, the whatever killer just stuffed his wife in the, uh, in the beanbag chair. It was never confirmed, but it was really lumpy. Yeah. <laughs> in, the, yeah. in the photo. Oh, dude, it's it so... It's, I don't want to tell you anything about it because it's uh, it's going to be hard for this not to be one of the best. I mean, Yasper is still my favorite. Like, we like we still sing yeah. the songs from that were in the Yasper episode. Right. Um, <sighs> next, we have, have Hannah. I have to go back and watch it. Okay, oh, yeah, you have to go back. So next, we have Hannah. That comes out tomorrow. Okay. And I'm trying to remember which one Hannah is, but um, the story for this is like the heroine of a twee indie film. I don't know what that is. Edgar's adopted sister. Oh, yeah. Wanted to stop the wedding because of her own broken heart. That's right. Hannah is the adopted sister um, who is played by, oh, man, she's, I've not seen her before. Oh, Anna Conkle, who I had not seen before, but I forgot she was this. I can't wait for the Elizabeth Perkins episode. Um, oh, you're so right. But I'm worried this one's going to be a rough one just because, like, season one, I feel like there's a formula to this. After Jasper was Chelsea, which was kind of like a horror one. It was fine. Um, then there's the high school one, which was excellent, where you get the backstory. Then there was Zoe, which I don't think we actually finished because it was animated, and that was a hard pass. I want to see how Elizabeth, per- Elizabeth Perkins sees... Uh, the different, like, everybody's stealing from her. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's in a horror movie of her own. Of everyone stealing, I, yeah, Robin from her. And then Zach, Zach Woods, is, is it Zach Woods? Did I say that right? Yeah. That's his name? Yeah. His character, how he sees his point of view, I, that's the other one I can't wait to see. Well, he, what that he episode did, like. so probably not going to get a lot from him. Oh, that's right, they don't. They yeah, don't, he dies in the, the, last one, the first, like, ten minutes. The, Oh yeah, I was thinking they show the victim in the. They don't, do they? No, they yeah, never. The no. Won't get an episode. Yeah. Because Dave yeah. Franco, best Franco, didn't get it his own episode. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> All but right. Anyway, we got. Yeah, this will be good. We got Hannah, uh, which comes out tomorrow. Then Sebastian, which is um, Jack Whitehall. Then Danner's oh, okay. Fire. I don't know. I guess this is gonna be another background one for Danner, but that's all right. I like uh, Tiffany Addish, and then Ulysses. I don't remember which one Ulysses is. Oh, Ulysses is John Cho, I think. Oh, I'm very much interested to see that one. Yeah, I'm very interested to see John Cho's one. Uh, Jack Whitehall's one I think will be pretty good. Um, Fang? Is that going to be like a fear and loathing for John Cho? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) A bit trippy. uh. Like an Indiana Jones, maybe. Yeah. Oh, I love the show. It's so good. I'm... I'm already depressed that it's going to be over at some point, but uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the next one, and then I'm going to watch Travis again. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't blame you. Let's see. Next is Hijack. Have you? Are you? Did you see the one from last week? I did not. Okay, uh, last week. This yes, this week no. Okay. Oh, see, I, I haven't seen four. last week, and then this week's I think comes out today. Oh, then maybe I haven't seen last week either. I, I've seen four of them. Uh, okay, yeah, then you haven't seen last week's either. Oh, perfect. Yeah, the okay. next one, because yeah, we get a bunch of stuff that comes out on Wednesdays and Thursdays. So um, Wednesdays is After Party and Hijack. So, yeah, I've got to I gotta catch up and watch the one from last week. So we'll just And the Secret right Invasion on. finale. That's mm-hmm. right. 
we get that tomorrow. And you said that's coming out in theaters? Yeah, I need to look it up. Yeah, uh, somebody, somebody else. I've heard from two different people that they said the finale would be airing theaters at selected theaters. Um, so I'm going to look into that right now. Okay, I mean, I'm not going to do that. Um, <laughs> but that's cool. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I'm looking very much forward to it. Um, more Olivia Coleman is always a good thing. So I'm I'm looking forward to that and seeing how I'm very intrigued as to how this is going to wrap up because we've got we now have Super Scrolls, um, we've got yeah, we Olivia Coleman and Sam Jackson teamed up together, which is excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got who else? Gaia is on Team Fury Team, now, possibly. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, <clears throat> Gravik is a Super Scroll. Talos is no more, which is sad. I like Ben Mendelsohn. Um, I agree. And we're going to see them because they basically have all these scrolls that are in periods, places of high power, including Don Cheadle, Cheadle's roadie, who is now right next to the president covering, you know, his hospital bed. And I'm going to be really interested to see how they're how they're going to. There's going to be a split because it's already kind of happened. There's upheaval and Gravik's uh, Gravik's clan at the reactor where they they attacked him. He took a bunch of them down because he's super scroll now, but his there's there's derision in in the camp, and that's gonna have to play an effect in this last episode. I th- I'll, I'll give you I want to hear a couple of your theories, <clears throat> just because that's the one of the most fun parts of these shows is trying to figure out what's gonna happen and always being wrong, of course. Um, I think the president kills Rhodey because um, I think he heard what what uh, Fury said in his ear. When he was being wheeled in there about yeah, to trust Rhodey, like, you know, and Rhodey's going to be showing him all this evidence that comes out of nowhere, you know, perfect timing. I and, and it's going to be hard to show War Machine and Super Scrolls fighting Nick Fury in a pistol. You know yeah. what I mean? So I, I think that, uh, yeah, I think that I think that's the, one of the twists is I think the president ends up because he's got to stick out. He's got to do something for himself every now and then. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I yeah, do Rhodey's yeah. not going to take this lying down. Yeah, I could see him. I could see him. That or uh, Rhodey kills him because I think they've mentioned that uh, Harrison Ford's uh, um, Thunderbolt. Thunderbolt Ross mm-hmm. is the president in Captain America Five. Okay. So, so, so it could be that he's just you know terms up and he gets elected. Uh, could be he dies in this. We'll see. But yeah, uh, yeah I'm kind of uh, interested in how. So that means the president's uh, going to be a Red out. Hulk. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> okay. President Ross. Yeah. You're gonna need a bigger Air Force One. <laughs> you really are. All right. Um, I'm intrigued. And then, and then, yeah. And so the other fun thing is, so it's I forgot this. So every fifth episode so far in Disney Plus, uh, the superhero suits up in the new suit. That's the end of the episode. It's them suiting up in the new suit, which. I kind of like, <laughs> uh, and uh, so this one he kind of suits up in the leather and the new eye patch and all that stuff, right? Yeah, that um, part was kind of weird to me. Like he's got this whole, um, uh, what what's that called? Acropolis or I don't know Necropolis. I don't know what you call it, but like where they've got the tombs cemetery? with all the. It's a cemetery, but it's like one of the big ones where you walk in and there's all the different. You can put several different bodies into it. I don't know what you call yeah. that. But. He goes to all of these, and he's, like, hitting them one by one. One is, like, a pistol. One is just an eye patch. One is, like, 
you couldn't have stuffed the pistol and the eye patch and other things and put better stuff in there than the things that you got out of there. That made no sense to well, me. Well, we don't know what the eye patch is yet because in still could have fit in the same square. Well, yes, hole as the yeah, gun. Well, that's just you know just making it look cool. Yeah, yeah that's a that's a that's a weird gripe, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's uh, he's got his stuff there. Um, he mentions he's got these all over. Yeah, but uh, I, th- the point is they were going after, and I forgot what they called it. Um, the it was basically the DNA of all the Avengers. The harvest. Uh, what did they call it? The harvest. Um, highly doubt he's actually bringing the harvest. To yeah, them, and that that's what's in that vial. Yeah, could be wrong. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll see. And 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 highly doubt that. Olivia Coleman would let him give that to him because mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, she's a badass. She is a badass. <laughs> so far, she's she's been so great. Uh, yeah, and uh, I don't know. I, I don't I don't see that happen. So I'm excited to see that. And who who did he call? He said, "Let's uh, let's end this." He picks up the phone, and says, "Let's end this." Yeah, I don't think we episode. saw who he's, he talked to though. Did they he? didn't, and I, I think you're led to believe it's Gaia, and I think it is um, just Gaia, you know, and, and having him or meet them wherever they're going to do this. Um, because as of right now, uh, Gravik doesn't know that guy is alive. Um, so that's, that, that could be the twist in itself. Um, the other side of it is one gripe that a lot of people have had is that Nick Fury has been like playing from two steps behind the whole way. And the whole point of his character is he's always three steps ahead. Um, and that's that's even what Maria Hill says to him in the pilot before she dies. Yeah, you know, they, they all do. Yeah, yeah. And uh, somebody said, "How amazing would it be if who he called was Maria Hill because he's actually been ahead the whole time." Oh god! And, and he had faked Maria Hill's death. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, that would be amazing." Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know if that's what's happening, but that like some people would be mad just because they'd be like, "Oh, we thought someone died for real," but like Taylor's died, so. Uh, but and I think but did he? But that's body. the thing is like if you bring Maria back to Talos really, and I think if I think Maria is going to take over Shield yeah. in place of Nick Fury. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I you, do I do hate that. After, I do get annoyed by that after a while. The same thing happened with the Arrow universe where when someone would die, it was like the Lazarus Pit, or basically when Flash got introduced, they, it was like magic and and Lazarus Pit and all this, and so all deaths were kind of like less. Negated. They, yeah, yeah, they didn't have as much of an impact because it's like, well, we'll just bring them back. Like it doesn't. Not, people dying now doesn't matter. So I just worry when that happens too much. The thing is, it's Maria Hill is a fan favorite in that we've all wanted to see her become a bigger part, but she's never been a big part. <laughs> so it's not really like it's that big a death. Like it was even Taylor's, you know, much less you know an Avenger or something like that. But I agree with you. But I, but if I mean Taylor's, we saw something go through his heart. <laughs> and and die in front of us, so I, he did. But um, okay. but and he didn't have that serum that the others had, you know. What I mean, which explained why they could survive that. Maria Hill, though, I, I think you're right, though. I don't think I think Maria Hill's dead. Um, what's weird to me, though, is with Colby Smulders' age uh, as an actress. I mean, uh, and and the character itself's age, the fact that Nick Fury, aka Samuel Jackson, will be probably retiring soon since the dude's like 75 mm-hmm. uh, in real life in, in real life um maria hill was the director of shield and sword through all the marvel comics after nick fury mm-hmm. so it's kind of odd that i'm like you got this young person that's a fan favorite that's already built into the history 
that everybody likes, why wouldn't you have her become the new Fury? Yeah. It seems like kind of a wasted development of a character. And, and again, someone that everyone likes. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like it's a character you're like, ugh, that one? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it, been it, here it, it makes sense. Like, that seems like the next logical progression. Yeah, it, would, it, would, it wouldn't feel like you were forcing everybody into this new character out of nowhere that just got written in last second as the new director. Like, um, and, you know, you rolled with her. So anyway, we'll see. But uh, I'm really excited to see how it all shakes out because it has a potential to be really good or a little lackluster yeah. uh, on, on how, how this finale ends. Because they've had amazing dialogue and scenes in every episode um, from... Uh, Olivia Coleman from uh, uh, Rhodey. Uh, just, <laughs> just blanked on his name. Uh, oh my God, what's Rhodey? Don name? Cheadle. Yes, thank you, Don uh, Cheadle, who who somehow got well. He already got his Emmy. He got his Emmy last season <laughs> in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, despite doing nothing. Uh, so let's did he really get an Emmy now. for that? Did you not know that? No. Yeah, he got best guest star. Oh, huh, in, in, okay. in a series. He was in it for thirty seconds and said nothing of. You like with he did nothing with any kind of yeah. emotion or emphasis at all. It, it was like this big, hilarious thing everybody was laughing about. They're like they clearly just voted for a guy they liked and never watched it and saw that he was in ten seconds of the show. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and so uh, yeah, so and if anything, uh, Lumley, uh, what's his name, the the guy that was the old Captain America, like he could have gotten it. Like yeah. he, he he at least had some emotion in it and some acting, Carl Lumley. Uh, but uh, yeah, so. We'll call it even for this one. But anyway, lots of great acting. Uh, I just hope the story clicks and it ends in a good spot. So we'll see. But yeah. it's going to be Super Scroll versus Super Scroll and Fury. So Samuel Jackson was 60 uh, when Iron Man, the first Iron Man came out, which is the first time he was wow. Nick Fury, which is crazy. And yeah. Colby Smulders is 41. Right now? Everybody? Right now she is 41. Okay. So whatever oh, wow. that is worth to you, um, just giving you some information, but yeah, yeah. See, wasted. Like she'd be a perfect. She would be. I mean, I unless they're setting up Olivia Coleman to be the new Earthbound yeah. super spy. Then send. Then have to be Merkel. Then send Maria Hill to space and be sword. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Wasted, wasted character. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving along. Did you see Invincible Adam Eve, the new special that they? Of course, had? I did. You did. Yeah. What did yeah. you think? I haven't seen very it yet. Good. Very good. Yeah, very I good. figured it would be. But, yeah, I mean, it was it was very good in that it was a 50-minute episode of, a, of an Invincible series, and uh, it was something that was totally unexpected that came out of nowhere, so I was very happy. All right. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know how good it is when you get a little, you know, if, if I told you that uh, there was a, a Marvel one-off special presentation dropping tomorrow, you'd be like, oh, my God. <laughs> so excited. And that's kind of how I felt. Like, I, I was... I saw this Adam Eve thing for Invincible on the scroller for Amazon. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and I uh, clicked. I was like, oh, this must be like a trailer for the new season. And it said 55 minutes. And I went, well, hello. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was very, it was very enjoyable. It's a prequel episode about basically the origins. Um, and yeah, I think you'll like it. Okay. Yeah, I have every intention of watching that. I can't wait for Invincible to come out. Um, all right, we got two left. Righteous Gemstones. Did you see the one uh, from Sunday? The Redeemer? Yes, I did. Yes. Is it, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. So the episode's called Burn for Burn, Wound for Wound, Stripe for Stripe. 
Um, after decades of animosity, tensions between the Montgomerys and the Gemstones finally come to a head. As Eli faces an impossible decision, Jesse, Judy, and Kelvin prepare to meet their maker. This was so good. So the Montgomerys, uh, led by Steve Zahn, who was great in this, um, and helped by his boys, Lucas Haas, and then I don't know the other gentleman's name, uh, but the big boy, they kidnap yeah, yeah. Uh, Jesse, Judy, and Kelvin, and ransom them for $5 million each to their dad. Um, Kirsten, jo- Kirsten Johnson, who plays their the mom, Maymay, and John Goodman's sister in this, she... You can't. You didn't know if she was good or bad. Uh, she's yeah, saying, "Don't you pay." Tell she was in on it. Yeah, or, yeah. And so she did. She was. I, dude, this was such a good season. The last episode was fantastic. This one was fantastic. And it's funny because when they get kid, kidnapped, they're all in the room, and it's the people that love them the most. So Danny's got Amber. Um, Judy's <laughs> yeah. got BJ. And then you see Keith out in the wood in the bushes, and he just kind of <laughs> walks in. Dude, Keith has been great lately, and clearly him oh, and Kelvin. Yes. Are you know are love each other, and uh, yeah. they but it's an issue because they work for a church and that would be a scandal. But it's they I well, like and, and neither one of them have admitted. Yeah, that's that true. They, yeah, yeah they are so. trying desperately to not bring that about to, to hide it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I love that no one knew Keith's name. Yeah, I thought I've heard Heath. Yeah, I think it's yeah. yeah. Is, that, yeah. is that Kevin? Kevin, yeah. <laughs> no, I think, yeah, I've heard he. No. Uh, yeah, I love that they didn't know his name and that he ends up coming in anyway because BJ's like, no. He, BJ being the one that's not family is stepping up and going, no, you're family. And there yeah. he is. <laughs> yeah, you're Kelvin's guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think even BJ understands their relationship oh, like everyone not. else does. Of but yeah. Of course not. Yeah. Um, do you think more. everyone else knows or do they just think that he's, weird, he's a weird friend? No, I think they have an idea. I think it's just kind of not said. Oh, you think so? I, oh, okay. I, I think I more. I, I think so that. more so. And the, and I think in the first season, no. And the <laughs> second season, I mean, it seemed very homoerotic that him and all his muscle guys were out in the yards lifting weights and doing all that yeah. stuff. And then, um, and now it's just Keith and I, him. I feel like Jesse would have made a whole lot more gay jokes. If That's he knew true. He was gay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Calling him homo or whatever. I mean, yeah. they, they do not hold back. Yeah. Obviously. So I feel like you'd hear that more if they knew. I, I think there's going to be the reveal. I, I, I think, and I think it's in the finale. I do too. Yeah, I think it's in the finale. I think they, they like, kiss or whatever, say I love you or some weird Yeah, weird it'll be awkward. They finally see each other. Yeah. Yeah, because they're all going to get reunited with their loved ones at the end, you know, next because next episode's the finale, right? Uh, I think you're right. Let's see. Feels like it's setting oh, up to be. Yeah, I know. Uh, we got two more left. Oh, two more. I will take you by the hand and keep you, and then wonders that cannot be fathomed, miracles that cannot be counted. That, well, that's obviously Bible rockers. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I do the the actress that plays Tiffany Valen Hall. She's is amazing. so. I made you these dolls. Funny. I know. So you get your love ones back. Yeah, and then and then. Uh, Walton Goggins. All right, good job with the voodoo dolls there, there, baby. <laughs> and like, as soon as they walk in the house, they just push the cart with the baby and don't be paying attention. Yeah. No, no. What do you say? No, nobody's kidnapping you. Or, or no, nobody's. What, what did he call it? Uh, oh God, he had a funny word for it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. No. Oh God, that was amazing. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh well, it was fun, man. Yeah. This was this was this was one of my favorite episodes of the year, I think, because uh, because you finally have them open up a little bit to each other in their own depressing way, where they still have to get each other down. Yeah. And the best thing they ever say to Jesse is, "They kill you first, because you're you're the strongest of us, or something like that." <laughs> and he's like, "You really mean it? <laughs> That's all I've ever wanted to hear." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was that was glorious. Yeah, and, uh, Judy, y'all are ru- getting ruining my seduction dress. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, this, yeah, this show was so good, and like, I don't know what season's best because they've all been great. They've all had great guest stars. They've all, uh, it, it's just, it's never, it's there's maybe been one or two episodes where I'm like, eh, and then it bounces back, and you're like, oh, that's why. But this show has been solid, solid. It's got an eight point nine on IMDb. She's a 9.9 in the real world. Now, granted, oh, I'm sorry, that's just this episode. Um, but, man, I might. I think I, it's I, a, I think I liked the first season most so far. Not not that the others haven't just been equally as good or even maybe even better, but the the mystery portion of the first season where you yeah. didn't know who sent the tape was a lot of fun. Yeah. And, uh, to, you know, finding out who it is. and uh, So, that yeah, that part was great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's not – I'm trying to think. There's not really one that – I have disliked. Yeah, the first one was more of a mystery. The second one was um, clearly the the other couple, um, Eric Andre and Jessica Lowe, were like trying to deceive oh, yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was a great. Yep. Yeah, I, there's not been a season where I'm. Oh, upset. there was a mystery, I guess. Yeah, because you didn't know who shot at John Goodman. That's right. Oh, that's uh, right. His character. Yeah, yeah. yeah so there was, but um, this one, this one, I'm loving. And I, just because, you know, they do such a great job of just toying with your expectations of what's going to happen. Because as, as out there as it is, you always think, oh, well, they're setting this up. And then, nope. Yeah. <laughs> totally different direction. Well, it felt like the sermon that the three siblings had to do, like at gunpoint, uh, was going to be how they finally come together mm-hmm. and realize they can do something as a team. But, nope. <laughs> yeah. It's nope, still nope, nope. They, they devolve into, like, yeah screaming and hating each other instead and i'm like oh because because you wonder like are they setting up i think they already have the finale are they going to be able to come together yeah and 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 lead and be the gemstones going forward or can they just not get along and and handle anything because they should have been able to handle that that deal at uh at gunpoint you know i mean i felt like that was their time to finally go all right, we've all forgiven each other a little bit in the silo, said something nice about each other, and now we're going to go out and be forced to do this and get back to our roots. Let's do that, and then they don't. Well, but I think that was the point. So, it was like you expect them to do it then, but then they get thrown back in the water tower, and that's when they actually come together and work together. Oh, was when that they call, after? yeah, that was after where they call Jesse strong and and say all those nice things okay. about each other. Yeah, because they had him okay. sing it, then they throw him back in, and after the next service, they're going to kill him. And then Sturgill Simpson sings sings a nice song. And finding out that uh, uh, her her singing was all dubbed, <laughs> and oh, she really can't I sing was no. amazing. <laughs> I didn't yeah. see that one coming. I did not either. Uh, That's so funny. Dude. Oh, all right, yeah. Well, looking forward to the final two. Really, a whole lot. Yeah, agreed. Uh, all right, last thing on the docket, and God, I I think the best one: uh, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. Saw an IMAX. We kind of talked about you. this either earlier. You yep. should have. Listen, I'm just saying, like, abandon the family one night a week. That's all you got to do. <laughs> we were on vacation. <laughs> yeah, you can still abandon on vacation. Lots of dads do it. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'll get better at it. I promise. You should. But this <laughs> I'll work, was. I'll work on it. This was great. So after this, Lauren and I did a um, the Sunday after, which is I think when was that? I, we did a Mission Impossible movie marathon. We started from the beginning. We skipped the second one because that one's just it's a John Woo doo doo movie, and we finished. We actually finished the we watched another one last night the the one with henry cavill and so she's all caught up and i said we you do need to see this one she's gonna when it comes available stream, i don't think she's gonna go to theater uh she's gonna watch it but andy this one was excellent so it got an 8.0 in imdb and this is actually surprising which is a 9.0 in real world i thought it would be more i'm actually interested to see like as far as mission impossibles go like rating wise what's been the highest and lowest uh on I'm uh, yeah see on Rotten Tomatoes it's a 96 and a 94. Okay, and yeah, that sounds right. It do it was excellent. Like I I think Haley Atwell is going to take over the mantle for Ethan Hunt, um, and they kind of okay, and they kind of go back to the beginning of the first one. We bring back Henry Zarney and all that, and yeah. they kind of talk about how Ethan got started, and I think she's going to take over, which I I love. I think Haley Atwell is super underrated. Um, yeah, she is. Vanessa Kirby returns. Eastside Morales as kind of like the anti Ethan Hunt is so menacing and phenomenal. And then uh, Palm Clementif as Paris was she was awesome. Like she's a tiny little thing, and she shouldn't have been as intimidating as she was. And she was awesome. Uh, I also love Shea Wiggum in it. Um, Carrie Ells. Like it was just of course it was Shea Wiggum in it. Yeah, Shea Wiggum in everything. Yeah. Dude, if you did, you remember like five degrees of Kevin Bacon? If you did that with Shea Wiggum, you would only need two. It would be too easy. Yeah. yeah it'd be too easy. Yeah. <laughs> the guy isn't literally, I mean, he's almost like Where's Wallow. It's like, yeah. if you didn't see it in a movie, it's because you missed it. Yeah. Because <laughs> he wasn't in the movie. Yeah. You, he was just so well in the character, you didn't catch him. <laughs> yeah. No, he's, yeah, uh, and he's excellent in everything. No, this was a lot of fun. I cannot wait cannot wait for the the next one which comes out next year oh yeah is that just one year out nice. yeah yeah they I, I, I was, yeah that, well that's what i was wondering so they did already film it i mean you, or i thought they were filming like close together is it same time they're done with it it well i don't know i mean they might be finishing up some stuff but it's they filmed them together so it's coming out next year oh okay yeah because they did a whole thing of like we, we can't wait to figure out what he's going to do next for the next movie, but they've already really done that. So. Yeah. No, it comes out okay. next year. Um, I think it's what we'll do after that. But, I mean, the guy, this is a good way to go out, I think. A two-part, really good finale. Um, yeah, I've enjoyed this very much. Yeah, as soon as it comes out for streaming, I'll watch it again. Uh, if you get a chance to watch it in IMAX, I would highly recommend doing that because it, well, this it is be meant the only for thing out. Uh, uh, because you know, with the actor strike potentially going through January, February, oh yeah, uh, there are most movies that are summer blockbusters still have some reshoots to do. Yeah, uh, so they may not be ready for summer. That's a good point. Uh, we fact, we might get the summer blockbusters like around December. Um, I would prefer fact, that. I now that I live in Chicago, I would prefer that. When I lived in Texas, it was always hot in the summer, so you could go to the movie to kind of get out of that. Now. All I want to do in the summer is be outside. In the winter, you're just looking for something to, to do. Yeah. So I would very I much I, appreciate that. I, I just enjoy them in the summer because there's just so little going on, like, sports and TV-wise. Yeah. Uh, in the summer. You know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, 
you know, baseball is ah, still TV. kind of meaningless. I would disagree with TV. Yeah, TV's getting better. But football's over. Or, I mean, football hadn't started yet. Uh, baseball hasn't mattered yet. <laughs> Basketball's over. So it's kind of like three months of, oh. And there's not even, like, draft or anything anymore because that's over. Yeah. It's like in that three, six months waiting to the, or six weeks, eight weeks waiting for training camp. And you're like, oh, you know. So, uh, yeah, there's just nothing. But uh, but I'm, I am agree with you, though. I mean, summer, uh, TV is kind of year-round now. Yeah. Streamers are just, they're filling up every month on the calendar. There's no such thing as a dead time for, for t- TV and streaming. So uh, next summer we do also, we should be getting the final season of Stranger Things. So that'll be in the summer. Okay. Uh, unless they have to stop filming it. So. All right. Uh, yeah. We'll see cool. about that. All right. Um, that is everything we have for this week on what we're watching. Uh, we'll try to come back. We got a bunch of good coming attraction stuff that's coming out. Um, not a ton of things, but the things that are coming out, I'm very, very excited for. And so we should have that yeah. to you. And then also, we, um, we've kind of returned with the, got a, had an episode of the, the football pod. And with camp oh, starting yeah, yeah. this week that'll start be picking up a lot more. So looking forward to doing both of mm-hmm. those things. Uh, until 16 next days till training, uh, till preseason. Till preseason. Yeah. And training camp starts on like Thursday for a lot of yeah. teams. So very excited. They reported about that. today. Yeah. Oh, start tomorrow. So excited. Uh, until <laughs> next time, catchphrase. With your tour. <laughs>